Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets, brought to you by Standard Bank, your partner for growth on this continent we call home. Hashtag Africa Connected. So Nikki Webikicha was ducking and diving and she was being very difficult with her cell phone. I just think it was too far away from her head. Uh, but yeah, so today, rather than um, struggle with the cell phones to Uganda, and there have been some quite big challenges, she's been in Uganda today, uh, connecting us to the African continent, of course. And uh, we didn't want to rely on the cell phone gods. So earlier on, we got hold of her and we said to Nikki Web, just the, the, the Ugandan government's got a huge infrastructure push. It's trickled down. Has it trickled down nearly enough to the locals, I asked? Hi there, Bruce. What a truly exhilarating and exciting day here in Kampala. I think I'm still buzzing from the coffee that I had earlier. Now, the coffee here is truly magnificent, Bruce. We know that coffee is one of this country's top agricultural uh, exports. Well, we kicked off our day with a meeting with Stanbeck CEO Patrick Wahira. Now, he's very, very bullish about the prospects of this economy. He told us that for the better part of a decade, Uganda was growing at levels of between 8 and 9%, just really firing away on all the cylinders. Now, it hit a snag in about 2013 or so for a variety of reasons, but mostly because of lower global demand. Now, over that time period, the big focus has been on infrastructure. For example, the Ugandan government has spent about $2.5 billion on the construction of two hydropower stations to boost this country's electricity supply. But those power stations, Bruce, were built by the Chinese. And the bulk of that spending and the bulk of those contracts and financing went towards um, the Chinese companies and very little uh, by way of benefits accrued to local players. So uh, Patrick is warning that this is something that the government needs to be m- more uh, vigilant of in terms of following the money because you can't have a situation as happened with the hydropower stations where less than 10% of that uh, construction spending goes towards uh, locals. This is going to be crucial going forward because with the discussion of oil, there's going to be even more infrastructure spending. It's estimated that uh, this government is expected to spend between $15 billion and now that's about half of the size of uh, this country's GDP. So that's extensive spending that's going to take place, particularly with exploration, uh, production of oil once that comes online. So this is a country that is really readying itself for a massive spending boom and growth, but of course it has to ensure that locals themselves also benefit. Nikki, we're talking about coffee, of course, in Uganda and talking about infrastructure spend and talking about locals benefiting. Now, monetary policy, a big issue, and one wonders whether monetary policy has supported the investment case in Uganda. The policy environment is really very supportive of investment. For example, there are no capital controls, uh, free movement of money. There are no foreign exchange controls, um, unlike its other neighbors where, for example, you might find some in places like Rwanda or Kenya. So it really is there to incentivize uh, investors coming into this economy. And also it has a very independent central bank, and that's important in trying to ensure that there is stability in, in monetary policy. So that is something that this government prides itself on uh, as well. But, Bruce, the price of money itself is quite high. It's quite expensive. It's something that we've heard some of the people that we spoke to uh, complain about. 
that uh, access to credit, for example, um, loans are incredibly expensive here, and that's because of those the price of money set by the central bank and uh, the government itself also uh, borrows a lot on the domestic market, so it tends to crowd out private players, and that too has a bearing on the price of money. Uh, and, and, and players in the sector are hoping um, that this will change um, soon. Nikiwe Bikicha from Uganda. She's in Kampala. She is uh, Africa connected, of course, learning more about economies around the African continent, telling us fabulous stories as well. Thank you, Nikiwe Bikicha. For more on Nikiwe's travels, go to africaconnected.702.co.za. Santa Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth, combining their strong African presence with global capabilities. They support the aspirations of their clients looking for a banking partner who knows Africa. Santa Bank has partnered with 702 on Africa Connected to give you you in-depth, first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets. Let Thanabank be your partner for growth on this continent we call home.